Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Buckington. The Yankees now lead it by a score of three to two. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. Tech and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. The shot is throw. Roberts, safe. And what can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Episode 71, the games have begun. John Senecal, Brian Shackman. Obviously, the Yankees-Red Sox opening series is in the rearview mirror, but I, I think it, we're a couple games in, John. And we're still talking about Aaron Judge contract. Okay, so I want to put the the Judge <laughs> Bogart. That's the truth, though. It's I know, the truth. It's crazy. I, listen, they played all weekend, and all they talk about is that. So. Put a pin in the contracts for a second because we have to talk about Bogart's endeavors as well. My question to you is first, baseball wise, so far, how do you feel? I feel like we need to score more runs, and the managing has to be a little bit better. They got to use their players a little bit better. But how? Like in what way? Well, I mean, DJ LeMay was on the bench for the second game. And then they don't bring him until later to pinch hit when they should. I mean, listen, I, you know how I lo- you know how I feel about Gallo. You, you and can't stand him. Chicks, Aaron Hicks, we call chicks. Um, you know, it is it is what it is. Listen, it's early in the season. The pitching has been okay. You know, the bullpen's been very good. Um, you know, Cole, it is what it is. He was all pissed off about Billy Crystal taking too long. <laughs> yeah, but and, it, it, honestly, it was four <laughs> minutes, and the, the right. best tweet I saw was like, "Well, that's just the time in between one pitch. So what's the big deal?" Right. But you know, they got to they got to figure out a reason for something. They got to they got to complain about something. I guess you know, listen. These guys are all creatures of habit. They go about their business. We always hear about that. So listen, they do have routines. But um, I thought that was comical. But listen. They don't, they're not scoring runs. The Yankees yeah. have scored 13 runs. I believe the Red Sox have scored 12. Going into Tuesday. Going into Tuesday. Um, so, I mean, the Indians have scored 13 runs in a game last the other day. Yeah. 17 before that. I know. And they've, so, they've, they've, they've scored a lot of runs in this. I want to talk about Stephen Kwan, too, in a second. I think offense. The problem I have is that in, in early season, everyone says, you know, the warm weather teams do better and this and that, and it's just cold or what have you. But the same teams are playing in the same places, and – I think with the Red Sox, there's a real a real concern about offense because if if Bogarts doesn't produce, what do you what do you have? I mean, Devers is going to hit. I feel like he's the well, and mindset. JD's going to hit too, but you know he's so he's basically just so one dimensional anyways, which is fine now with the you know you got the DH no matter what. 
I, um, I think offense is – I think the Red Sox are actually – I thought going into the season that the Yankees were more flawed than Boston, and I thought they were going to fight it out for one and for third and fourth place. In, in my opinion, I think the Blue Jays will win the division, and I just think they have too much. But you're, I will, saying, you're saying Devers is basically your only real hitter? I feel like he is the best hitter, Yeah, and I think J.D. will be fine. But after that, I think it's really thin, and then you – on top of that, I'm not sure about the pitching. Well, I, I think all along your pitching was going to be going to be the suspect part of it. I think you know the Yankees had the little bit of advantage on the pitching because they had the named starter. Now that Sale is hurt for the Red Sox, obviously you take a huge dent. But listen, you know, Pavetta is it has been a very good surprising pitcher for you yeah. guys the last two. And I two love Evaldi as a guy and as a competitor. as long as he's not hurt, he's fine. That's the bottom line. You're just hoping he doesn't throw his arm out the next pitch. That's that's it, Nathan Evaldi. That's the way I look at him, right? It's like it's like Tanaka was for so many years with the Yankees, right? You're just lucky he got to his next start, and he was he's not hurt. But he, right. he's pitching, he's good. He's gonna get you what you need. Um, I would, yeah, again, I would be concerned about runs. But listen, we always we love we love to start digging graves and start you know putting and pushing praise this early in the season. It's a grind, you know. It's such a grind. I just remember the Yankees from last year. I mean, so yes, I understand that it's early, but I will tell you if 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 Bobby Dahlbeck and Trevor Story don't outperform. I think the, the Red Sox are in trouble, and that's not even considering. Dolbach's got one more home run than Aaron Judge does. Well, okay, so let's get to the contracts then, because uh, the big news, and it's still being talked about a week later, obsessively talked that, about. That you know, Aaron Judge was offered you know two hundred plus million dollars, and there were even offers made to Xander Bogarts and Rafi Devers, and we're not sure if they were market value. There's no like numbers on that. Like the Yankees have officially come out, which Cashman told the, the judges' camp they were going to release it if there was no deal. Right. But I don't think there's any numbers been which thrown is, out. Which is not a way to build goodwill, by the way, right. because I think there's a lot of people. You tell me. But when I looked at those numbers and I look at Aaron Judge, and he was surprisingly healthier than people thought last year, but it seems like a fair market offer. I have not talked to one Yankee fan yet that was like. No, he deserves more. I mean, I think looking around the league and looking what the comps are, that is more than generous. So, obviously, I think it's not salary. I think it's years. I think, you know, there's there's rumors that he was wanting nine-year deal. Right, listen, it, the Angels will give him that. We know that because they love throwing money at players for a long time. You know, with Pujols and Josh Hamilton and G- Justin Upton. And, you know, you go down the list. They're always throwing money around. Um, but I don't. The Yankees are not going to give Aaron Judge a nine-year deal. Okay, so so listen to this. He's what? He's twenty-nine. He's, he's going to be thirty in like a week, like two weeks. And he, I mean, he's physically, it's just an incredible figure. Well, out here's there. my here's my thing with it. Like, if you're gonna you're gonna not sign a contract for thirty point five million. Let's just call it thirty point five million. Whatever the number of years was, seven or nine or whatever. The Yankees were going to offer him seven. 30.5, basically, and some sweetener on the front for his arbitration year, so it came out to be like a little bit more, right? Do you think, regardless of how you play, if you stay on the field this season, right, the Yankees don't win the World Series, you don't win an MVP, you put up the same basic numbers, 40 home runs, 100, not, RBI. 100 RBIs, right? You bat 280. Are you going to get $5 million more a year or an extra year from another team at age 31? Well, which makes me feel... Like he is going to has to leave, and this right. is this that's, is my, that's the scary part right. for Yankee fans. That go ahead. No, here's what I want to say: is that this is a classic case 
of what makes me and I don't blame first of all I don't blame any player for wanting to get every single dollar he can. Right. I do not blame them. But so that's my caveat for what I'm going to say is that say he gets it from the Angels or say he gets it from I don't know. I don't know, St. Louis, whatever. You're not going to be in New York. The Mets. You, well, that's a different story. If you got it from the Mets, that would be a different story, and they would have to, what? Who say you wouldn't get it from the Mets? They okay. need an outfielder. That guy's, let, he ain't going to be afraid to spend money. But let me finish my point, which is if he, the, the Mets would be different. It would change what I'm saying. But if you take it from a market that isn't New York or Boston, right. you're basically saying all I care about is the money. Right. Because you, you don't, if you cared about winning, and being in an environment where there were 30,000, 40,000 people every single right. game, you wouldn't go anywhere else. And you're and you're the center point of that. Like, listen, the Yankee, if he was going to sign a seven-year deal with the Yankees, you don't think for a minute that he's not going to be the next Yankee captain within the next year? You're so obsessed with this captain But that's a thing. different, like, listen, there's been, what, like six of them or seven of them? He'd be the leader, whether it's a C or not. I mean, it, he's the face of the a, franchise. It's a marketability thing. It's a longevity thing. It's a franchise thing. It doesn't matter. Like, if he is going to get those accolades, you don't even need MVPs and batting titles and all that stuff. You get one World Series is basically what he would need to get in the next seven years, and you would hope they could figure that out. I mean, think of the money on the table for this guy, and he's going to squabble over like three or four million dollars over the course of a contract. I, I, it's crazy. I don't. It, blame, I, I don't. I don't. I, I love Aaron Judge, man, and I'm all in. Like, I got his cards. I got his autograph. I planned right. for this. But listen, I think he's nuts. I really do. And I'm or not he's a got huge, huge balls. I'm not a huge. <laughs> I'm not a huge Brian Cashman guy. But I will say that that it was shrewd of them to go public with it, and it was a fair offer. And honestly. I, I agree with you. Judge should have taken it, and now it puts him in a position where he's probably going to go to – he could very well go to a market that doesn't care enough about baseball. He'll make his money, and he maybe won't get the scrutiny or the criticism, but it won't be nearly as fun or as intense. And But if if Stephen Cohen steps up with the Mets, crossing, crossing I down. would love that. I could totally see it happening. I would love that. I could totally see it happening. And they could use they could use him, and that would be fascinating. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. And then you get Xander Bogarts and Rafi Devers, who have both received offers. I also think with Bo- – I love Xander Bogarts. Yep. I, he's classy. He's a good player, and he's been there. He's the he's the link, right, because he was there in 13. Yep. And so the 13 link gets me all the way back to 04. So, like, it just – for me, he's important. I got a Mookie feeling, though, right? Well, here's – but he, he doesn't have the upside of Mookie. He's not as young as Mookie, and, he, you know, he, he is about years as well. And people don't know he got Boris – and he has Boris representing him, so there's no way, you know, that that he's going to take some sort of hometown discount. Well, yeah, he's making twenty million a year, basically, over his deal, and that's what he would be making if he didn't opt out. But he's worth more to the Red Sox than he is to anyone else. He he might be he's not even the top five for shortstops if you right. take the overall big picture. So he he could go somewhere else, and maybe he'll get more years. But he's more valuable to the Red Sox, and he. He he can I think his upside financially is more with the Red Sox. So I don't I don't love the Red Sox are sort of running themselves in some ways like a mid market team, but I don't think that I think Xander's oh I think his agents are over hyping his value right. on the open market, and I think it's a mistake, and I think it's unfortunate. But listen, now, he could be one of these guys like like Carlos Correa. 
If he stays with the Twins, he plays three more years there, goes somewhere else, goes somewhere else. They make a bunch of money, and they don't really care about being, you know, like a, a brand on a team or something. That's fine, like that, which if, is fine, right? Fine, but exactly. he won't make as much money elsewhere. Is my point? No, he won't make. No. He doesn't have the upside of Korea, so I think both he'll make more than what he's making, though. Fine, but if and and if that's what he wants, I don't know. He talked about all he cares about winning is why he went after Trevor Story. Or maybe deep down is that he knew it would be a, a softer transition when he leaves. I do not know. And everyone says all the sports radio guys like if Bogarts goes, Devers goes too. They assumed a lot of people in Boston assumed that both want to stay in Boston. But this seems like another situation where the Red Sox will probably up their offer to Bogarts. And I don't think he can, whereas I think Judge can get more money maybe a, another year elsewhere. Right. I do not think Bogart gets more years or money elsewhere. So that's just my take. I, I just don't think he'll have the impact. You know why he hasn't been back to Boston? Because he's been there since he was 16 or whatever, <laughs> and everybody knows him, and he's yeah. a fixture He's a fixture in the city. He, so he goes steady. somewhere else, He's just, but he's a steady Eddie. Right. And it, I, I just don't think that. Now, Devers is different. Devers has the potential to be, you know, a 10-year ridiculous offensive player. Yeah. And he has a lot of value on the open market. He's got a great left-handed bat for New York, too. And he's got this weird persona that even though he's <laughs> got a goofy smile, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If that would be interesting. Listen, what's his name? Rizzo said it. There's no loyalty anymore in baseball. There's not, you know? I mean, Freddie Freeman left, right? I mean, he was Mr. Brave, apparently, but, you know... All of a sudden, he has a house in California. But listen, I don't even blame him. He won a World Series, and you know, in the same way, I listen, I, don't I don't blame, blame anybody. If you want to go where you want to be right. happy, that's all that freaking matters. No, but for me, go where like, you want to be happy. I like it when they stay in one place. I do. But when I think about it, if Freddie Freeman's in his 30s, he just won a title. He brought a title to a team that was so snake bit, and he's like, I'd like to experience something else in life. Like I understand that. Yeah. But if it's just like oh, it's the AAV, and Boris wants to do this, and the union wants me to do that. And, right. and I mean, I understand, again, they can get every penny they want, but Freeman, to me, is a totally different story. He's like, I've accomplished everything I want to do here. I want to see a different part of the country yeah. and experience something else. Well, the World I, Series I have zero is, problem with that. The World Series is the is the key in that one. He won the World Series, so it's like, you know, I got my chip. Now I can just... right. But I mean, if and he, I brought it to you too. And if he hadn't won it, I think I would probably view the whole situation yep, differently. Absolutely, hundred so percent. When it comes to Devers, I, so I, Judge and Yankees win the World Series this year. He can just skip town. Sure, but there's something about a <laughs> six foot seven, two hundred eighty pound guy in pinstripes. He just looks larger than life. Yeah. And if he's toiling in Seattle, it just doesn't look the same. No, there's and I can't stand the Yankees. I don't even know if I like Aaron Judge, but I will tell you, there's something special I'm about. I'm going to hold him. out hope that he's going to be a Yankee next year somehow. We'll it's see. almost like I kind of hope he gets hurt or something. So, so his value come, goes down. He has to come you back. You don't want that. The last thing we want to talk about here on Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. He's John Senecal and Brian Shackman is the hot mic that caught uh, Alec Bohm in hot Philly. Hot mic or lip reading. Either way you want to talk. You know what he said. I bleep and hate this place. Yeah. And, you know, first of all, and you say that anywhere in its news, you say it in Philly, it's kind of big news. Yeah. Because Philly's got a chip on their shoulder. They always feel like a second-class citizen city to you know Boston, New York and maybe even Chicago to be quite honest. And there was a billboard that someone put on it. I don't know if they memed it or not, but it said uh Philadelphia isn't as bad as Philadelphia and say it is. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, that's a real problem for, you know, the fans. They hate hearing stuff like that and 
It's a I, tough sports town, though. Do you man. feel bad for him? I, of course, I feel bad for him. Listen, so he he's he was the big prospect, right? But he's he's kind of the odd man out right now. You know, um, the Stott kid is going to. Well, Bone was a, is a third baseman, right? But right. Stott is is the big prospect now. He's going to be shortstop, but Didi's playing shortstop, so he's probably going to be sliding to third. Um, Bobby Dickerson's got some work cut out for him over there because you know Alec Baum is not doing well defensively, but. Listen, if you like you said, you don't want to play bad. You want to go play bad in Oakland if you're going to play bad. You don't yeah, want to Philly's... play bad in Philadelphia because they're going to be on you. And now it doesn't matter. I mean, listen, they're all happy he came out and owned it, which was smart, right? He came out and owned it. He said it. He didn't mean it. Of course he means it, right? He doesn't, he doesn't want to play there. It's tough. Like, it's hard. But he's in the major leagues, and he knows he's probably going to go to the minors in May 1st when the roster is You think so? Shrink. You think so? Yes, most likely, most definitely. He's a big kid, um, by the way. But listen, he's a big prospect, and chances are he'll probably get traded. He'll wind up on a different team, so he won't have to worry about it anymore. But listen, right. it's another thing. Like baseball, you got to find a way to hide yourself. Like in football, you can be out in the open, right? You can't really hide. You can't run the locker room. Baseball, it sucks that he was on the field and he caught it, but you still see guys fighting in the dugout and stuff. Like go in the locker room, walk down the tunnel, figure it out. Like, I don't know. I, I don't wholly agree in the sense that you know when they're on the field— uh, the football players have their helmets on, so there's that's a, true. There's they can't little, get really lip red. And the, ba- and the baseball field, you're exposed all the time. I think that even in the dugout, I think it's one though. of those things where, like, they had the you know they had the Red Sox outfielder mic'd up right when he had to make a play, and he ended up you know the run scored, and I was like, oh, I don't want to go too far with this stuff, and you, you just want to to allow them to play. Like, if a guy wants to f this or f that, like, I don't care. Right. I I think that they should be able to, and like I can see it. Like, if I was having a bad day in a place I wasn't comfortable, I could see anybody saying, oh, "Absolutely, I bleep and hate this place." <laughs> and 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 you take it out of context, and people, the media, with so little to go on in such short news cycles they take it and run with it and they won the game too and sometimes i think it it honestly is unfair i just think that to do it in kansas city on a on on a on a a weekday is different than doing it in philly on any day because philly they they are sensitive about that stuff and they don't if you're not from there and you don't love it there then they don't want you there and that's that's the bottom you know the happiest player in the american league is andrew benditendi just sitting in toiling in anonymity making some good money but if you if all you want is money and to play baseball, it's great. If you truly and he's wa- good. If you truly want to win and you want to like, it's different. Yeah. yeah so it's different. Well, maybe but he'll get on the back end of something. And in, in I don't KC. blame them. I don't blame them for for wanting to get paid. I don't. But there's a difference. There's a difference. He got his ring though. He did. Just quickly, thirty seconds or a minute before we go. I didn't know until you 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 texted me, and we know. And again, you know, things progress. The Guardians. Are scoring a lot of runs. I never had you ever heard of Stephen Kwan? No. Five foot, five foot nine, one hundred and seventy pounds. Hasn't swung and missed at a ball yet. Five foot nine. Yeah. One hundred and seventy pounds, and going into Tuesday, and this will change. He's batting almost seven hundred. Yeah. And I love. I never heard of this guy, and he's starting in center field. And if it wasn't like you know, sort of small market mentality with some free agents, but you know, some pre-arbitration guys and this and that, he wouldn't be on the field. Yeah, another good one. They, I saw another someone. Uh, that, it was actually the Guardians wrote, uh, "That's our center fielder, Stephen Kwan. Uh, remember his name." And someone, uh, someone replied. Uh, yeah, just like you will when his arbitration comes up, <laughs> <laughs> which is a hundred percent true, right? And I never, I never knew anything about the guy, and that's the one thing I will say as we, you know, wrap things up. 
that's what I do love about you know, there's a lot I don't like about baseball right now and that the Theo I'm still thinking about the Theo Epstein stuff from last yep. last episode and how much is wrong with the game that needs to change but when when a guy and even talking to uh, the Denorfia kid who is the double A manager yep. in and with the Hartford Yard Goats he was a division 3 baseball player made it to the bigs and had a really good career yeah. in the bigs like stuff like Stephen Kwan is what makes me excited about baseball yeah that is a good story hopefully he's still there at the end of the year but like you said he's on Cleveland so you know yeah, he'll it, get plenty of chances it, he's in the major leagues but he hasn't swung and missed yet right That's incredible I I don't care who what your name is if you can do that over the course of three games one game two games like you you got something going on. And it's in the bigs, no less. Give him two weeks. If they haven't figured out the metrics on him yet, he ain't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. John, great stuff as usual. This has been Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.